0: What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Sean Redden Show. I'm your host, Sean Redden. As always, the show is powered by unsportsmanlike content. You can follow on Twitter at UC Sports Media, unsportsmanlike content on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter at S Redden Sports and on Instagram at Sean Redden Sports. It is NFL Draft Day. And I know I'm late with the content. I've been kind of busy doing the gambling side of things. It keeps me pretty busy at this point in my life. But I'm back now with my NFL draft rankings. I've watched over hundreds of hours of tape. I've talked to scouts and people from around the NFL, various teams. And I really wanted to get more, take my time and make sure I put this out there since I started covering the draft, um, three years ago. And when I say I started covering the draft, I mean, I've always followed the NFL draft, but if you're not aware, I actually am a certified NFL scout. I graduated from the NFL scouting Academy. Um, so I basically have a degree in scouting. So when I say covering the NFL draft, that is what I'm talking about because unless you actually put the time in and watch the film and, Grinded up. Like I'm not talking about going on YouTube and watching highlights and making an opinion about a guy. I don't count anything I did prior to attending the academy and graduating as me actually covering the NFL draft because I was just spewing hot air. So I value my opinion and hopefully you guys will too after the show. Um, I'm not going to I'm trying to keep this show as short as possible. So I'm not going to give a player by player breakdown for every single position. The main positions are like quarterback, um, corner wide receiver, running back, safeties, positions like that, I will. But when it comes to the offensive lineman, I'm just going to run through my rankings and try to keep this show under a half hour as best as possible. But here we go. Starting off with the quarterback rankings, number one, Trevor Lawrence out of Clemson. Lawrence has been the projected number one overall pick in this draft since he was in high school, and he did nothing but further that point while he was at Clemson. He played in two national championships, winning one of them, and then made an appearance in a third in the college football playoffs this past season. Lawrence doesn't have the highest ceiling in this draft class, but he has the highest floor, and I think he's a safe bet to be a good QB for a long time. Trey Lance out of North Dakota State is the most raw prospect out of the top guys in this draft class, but he is the smartest. Lance comes in second in my rankings um, out of North Dakota State, only played one season under. Um, In college, um, he only played – only has one season under his belt as a starting QB at the collegiate level, but he shined in that one season. He passed for 2,786 yards, 28 touchdowns, and no interceptions in his one season as a starter. He also rushed for 1,100 yards and added another 14 touchdowns on the ground. Lance is lacking in experience, but he has special tools, and he called his own protections at the collegiate level which is super rare. I think Lance is a budding superstar with the highest ceiling in this draft, but he could use a, to sit a season and learn from a mental aspect because he did only play that one season in college. My third ranked quarterback, Justin Fields out of Ohio State. Fields was everyone consensus number 2 quarterback for this class since he came out of high school except me. After his season, after his sophomore season, I had him ranked right where he's at now at 3 behind Lance and Lawrence respectively. Fields is a solid prospect, though. He has a big arm, makes good decisions, as an and is an elite runner when he has to use his legs. But I just don't see his ceiling being as high as Lance's or his floor being as high as Lawrence. He needs to get better at passing through the blitz and accepting the checkdowns. The biggest plus to Fields is he threw to someone other than his first read over 85% of the time at Ohio State, which is super rare for the college game, and that tells me he's an elite processor. My fourth-ranked quarterback is Zach Wilson at a BYU. Wilson is the biggest wild card in this draft class. He has a live arm that's capable of making every throw, but he is also always looking for the big play. He has awesome footwork, which is why he's so accurate, but he tends to look for the home run too much, and that can lead him into trouble at the NFL level. Wilson has the most boom or bust potential in this draft, And I don't think there's going to be any in-between because of the style in which he plays. If he can keep the ball out of harm's way and avoid big sacks because he's trying to extend the play and do too much with it, then he will have a successful NFL career. But if he plays hero ball at the NFL level, he's not going to be able to get away with it and it's going to lead to a lot of bad turnovers. He was able to get away with it at BYU because of the competition they played week in and week out, but he cannot do that at the NFL level. My fifth-ranked quarterback is Mac Jones out of Alabama. Jones looks like he may be the 49ers pick at three, which blows my mind. I just don't see it with Jones. He does process quickly and is accurate, but he isn't athletic in the slightest, and he doesn't have great arm talent. You don't even have to be a film junkie like me to see it. You can just go on YouTube, look up any Alabama wide receivers' highlights, and you will constantly see them having to slow down, come back, and make jumping catches on the ball when on plays that should have been walking touchdowns if the throw was good. I think he has a chance to be a career starter, though, but an average to below average one. He should go anywhere from the late first round to mid-second, and if the 49ers do take him third overall over Fields and Lance, then John Lynch and Shanahan may be looking for jobs in a couple years. The best of the rest, 6, Jamie Newman from Wake Forest, 7 is Kyle Trask from Florida, 8 is Davis Mills from Stanford, 9 is Shane Buschel from SMU, and 10th is Kellen Mond, Out of Texas A&M. Moving on to the running backs. Travis Etienne is my number one ranked running back in this draft class. Etienne does it all. He's explosive, patient, has great hands, and finishes runs. He's dangerous catching passes out of the backfield and is so patient in the run game. He's a featured three-down back in the NFL. His fundamentals are off the charts as well. Coaches should certainly use Etienne's tape when teaching the right way to play the position to their guys. Two, Najee Harris, Alabama. He's right on par with ETN, in my opinion, but he's just not as explosive. He has tremendous vision, balance, and patience, which are all three key factors in producing at the NFL level. Harris is a featured three down back in an NFL offense. Javante Williams out of North Carolina is my third ranked running back. In almost any other draft, Williams would probably be considered the best running back in this class, but ETN and Harris are both special talents. It is rare It is rare for a class to feature three players who I believe are three-down backs at the next level, but Williams fits that mold. He's quick, really physical in his runs, and is a bruising back who wears down the defense, but he also offers the ability to produce in the passing game, which is what will keep him on the field as a three-down back. My fourth-ranked running back is Michael Carter out of North Carolina. Yeah, that's correct. There are two running backs from the same school that are ranked this high in this year's class. Carter isn't as complete as Williams, but he is damn good. And I think he could have a long career as a rotational back in the NFL with starter upside. And if you're wondering why both guys can be ranked in the top five in the same draft class, it'll hurt me. But go watch the Miami film from this year, and you'll understand why both guys are ranked this high. Kenneth Gainwell out of Memphis is my fifth-ranked running back. He sat out this past season after losing four family members to COVID-19, so it's understandable why he sat out but he did flash a lot of ability as a redshirt freshman. He's an electric playmaker out of the backfield as a receiver that can rip off long games anytime he touches the ball. He will need to get bigger if he wants to be a feature back in the NFL offense, but when you're as explosive as him, teams will find a way to get you on the field. The best of the rest. My sixth-ranked running back is Jamar Jefferson out of Oregon State. My seventh-ranked running back is Chubba Hubbard out of Oklahoma State. My eighth-ranked running back is Trey Sermon out of Ohio State. My ninth-ranked running back is Chris Evans out of Michigan, and my 10th-ranked running back is Kylan Hill out of Mississippi State. Moving on to the wide receivers. My number one-ranked wide receiver in this class is Jamar Chase. He's an absolute stud, the second-best overall player in this draft class. He doesn't have any flaws to his game. He's fast. He's a good route runner. He separates easily, high points the ball at the point of attack. He just gets it done. Jamar Chase, number one-ranked receiver. My number two receiver, Jalen Waddle out of Alabama. Waddle is special. His speed, he has speed that hasn't really been seen by an elite wide receiver prospect in quite some time. Last year, teammate Henry Ruggs was the first wide receiver taken solely based on his speed. Waddle has that level of speed also, but is a 10 times better overall receiver than Ruggs was. His route running is fantastic as well as his hands. If the medicals check out, then Waddle should be off the board no later than pick 12 in the first round. My third ranked receiver. Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota. If Bateman played at a school that was more big time, then people would be talking about him among the best of the best in this year's draft class, which is why I have him among the best of the best here at number three. He's a big target with good hands and ability to rack up yak. He could have helped himself by playing the full season for the Gophers this year, but the team was heading in a bad direction. So it's hard to fault him for making a business decision. He's six 210, big guy. Ability to run with it after the catch. Give me Bateman here as the third-ranked receiver in the NFL draft. Fourth-ranked, Devontae Smith out of Alabama. Smith won the Heisman Trophy this year and was spectacular for the Crimson Tide all season long. The only real knock on Smith is his size, but it is a big warranted concern. Not many wide receivers Smith's size are game-changers in the NFL, no matter how prolific they were in college. He's smaller than Deshaun Jackson and over 15 pounds lighter than He often compared to Marvin Harrison. Smith is a very good player and should be taken in the top half of the first round. But historically speaking, if he is a great player in the NFL, then he would be a major outlier. So it's really hard for me to put him up any higher. Fifth ranked receiver is Terrence Marshall Jr. out of LSU. Marshall is a very good prospect in a top heavy wide receiver class. He has good size, good length, and good build up speed. He can stretch the field vertically, but isn't exactly quick off the line with his first step, which is why I emphasize build up speed for him. If you want to send him on deep routes, you will need an offensive line that's going to protect. And wide receiver is kind of a premier position, so I will round out the best of the rest with doing my top 20. Number six, Damani Brown out of North Carolina. Seventh, Elijah Moore out of Ole Miss. Number eight, Kadarius Toney out of Florida. Number nine, Rondell Moore out of Purdue. Number 10, Amari Rogers, out of Clemson. Number 11, Amon Ross St. Brown out of USC. Number 12, Amir Smith-Marset out of Iowa. Number 13, Josh Baby, out of Illinois. 14, Jatarius Atwell out of Louisville. 15th, Tylan Wallace out of Oklahoma State. 16th, Nico Collins out of Michigan. 17th, Dwayne Eskridge out of Western Michigan. 18th, Jalen Darden out of North Texas. And rounding out the final two Marquez Stevenson out of Houston and Seth Williams out of Auburn come in at 20. That's my wide receiver rankings for the 2021 NFL draft class. Moving on to the tight ends. Kyle Pitts out of Florida is the surefire. Number one, best tight end in this draft class. He's also the best player overall. I've never said this about a prospect in my life, um, but Kyle Pitts is going to be a future hall of famer. He's, Super fast, he's super big, he can jump out the building, he's just a freak of nature. God was showing off when he made Kyle Pitts. He's too big for corners and safeties, he's too fast for linebackers, he's going to be a matchup nightmare. Should be a first three-round pick in every fantasy draft as a rookie. Kyle Pitts is going to be an absolute monster at the NFL level. Brevin Jordan out of Miami is my second-ranked tight end. Um, the guy could probably play receiver in the NFL, same as Kyle Pitts. He's not as freaky of an athlete as Pitts is, but he is very good as a receiver. He's also above average blocker, so he can stay in line. But same thing with Pitts. If you have a guy like Brevin Jordan and you don't have him running routes for you or trying to make a play in the passing game, then you're doing him and yourself a disservice. Brevin Jordan, my second-ranked tight end. Pat fryer and out of Penn State is my third-ranked tight end in this year's draft class. Everybody wants to call him Baby Gronk. But I refuse to because I feel like there's a tight end every year who's big and white and people say, baby Gronk, let's wait until the guy actually produces at the NFL level before we want to give him a title like that. But nonetheless, Fryermuth was was very good at Penn State. Um, not as not as athletic as Brevin Jordan and Kyle Pitts, but he is a very good receiver, uses his sides to his advantage and is going to be a weapon in the red zone at the next level for whatever team drafts him, and then to round out my best of the rest, Tommy Tremble out of Notre Dame is my fourth-ranked tight end, and Hunter Long out of Boston College is my fifth-ranked tight end. My offensive tackle rankings for the 2021 NFL Draft, Penay Sewell out of Oregon, number one, best tackle prospect that I've seen since I've been covering the draft. Like I said, I count me covering the draft since I graduated from the Scotland Academy, so this would be the third draft that I did this. Panay Sewell out of Oregon. Two, Rashawn Slater out of Northwestern. Um, Very good, going to be, should be a top 10 pick along with Sewell. Tevin Jenkins out of Oklahoma State. Christian Darisol out of Virginia Tech. Dylan Raddins out of North Dakota State, number five. And then number six, Liam Eichenberg out of Notre Dame. Number seven, Alex Leatherwood out of Alabama. Number eight, Jalen Mayfield out of Michigan. Number nine, Samuel Cosme out of Texas. And number 10, Jackson Carmen, out of Clemson. Now my interior O-line rankings. Elijah Vera Tucker out of USC should probably go in the top 15. Um, Probably be the only interior lineman to go in the top 15 um, in this year's draft. Landon Dickerson is number two out of Alabama. Uh, He might be able to challenge Vera Tucker as the best if he wasn't coming off that ACL injury. But... He's going to make a team very happy in the early to mid-second rounds. Number three, Creed Humphrey out of Oklahoma. Number four, Wyatt Davis out of Ohio State. Number five, Quinn Meners out of Wisconsin-Whitewater. Number six, Josh Myers out of Ohio State. Number seven, Trey Smith out of Tennessee. Number eight, Ben Cleveland out of Georgia. Number eight, Aaron Banks out of Notre Dame. And number ten, Kendrick Green out of Illinois. My top Interior defensive lineman for the 2021 NFL Draft. Number one, Christian Barmore out of Alabama. Number two, Levi Unwuzurki out of Washington. Number three, Tommy Togai out of Ohio State. Milton Williams comes in at number four out of Louisiana Tech. Tyler Shelvin out of LSU is five. Number six, Davion Nixon out of Iowa. Number seven, Jay Tufeli out of USC. Aline McNeil out of NC State is ranked eighth. Number ninth, Marlon Tia Puluto out of USC. That's two USC guys I have in my top 10. Um, And then Tedderwell Slayton out of Florida rounds out my top 10 for my interior D-line rankings. Now for the edge rankings, I have Jalen Phillips out of Miami. There is injury concerns. Um, He missed a lot of time in college, but when he is healthy, he is a freak of nature, and his moves are extraordinary. I think he should be the first edge guy off the board. I think he's going to have the best career as long as he can remain healthy. Jalen Phillips is my number one ranked edge guy. Number two, another Miami guy in Greg Rousseau. I think he really did himself a disservice by opting out of this year's um, college football season. He switched from wide receiver to defensive end at Miami, had an amazing first season. Um people were talking about him as being a surefire top ten pick in this year's draft class, but I said that I didn't think he had enough tape. I thought he should have shown that it wasn't some fluke and flash in the pan um in one season, that he should come out and show that he can do it for another season, but he didn't. And he is actually taking the hit. He's probably not going to be a first-round pick anymore but I still think his upside is tremendous. Greg Rousseau, my number two overall um, NFL edge guy. Number three, Quiddy Pei out of Michigan. Number four, Aziz Ojulari from Georgia. Number five, Jason Owa out of Penn State. Number six, Joe Tyron out of Washington. Number six, or number seven, I'm sorry, Joseph Osai out of Texas. Quincy Roche, another Miami guy at eight. Janarius Robinson out of Florida State at ninth, and then Carlos Basham Jr. rounds out my top ten. By 2021 NFL linebacker draft rankings, Micah Parsons comes in at number one. He's phenomenal. Um, character concerns, legitimate character concerns that teams might want to pass on him for, but we'll have to wait and see. But when it comes from a pure, pure talent standpoint and what he can do on the football field, Micah Parsons is the best linebacker. Jeremiah Jeremiah Wusu koromoa out of Notre Dame. Um, Some people were saying that they have him ranked as a safety. I think it would be beneficial for teams to use him in a hybrid role, but mainly at linebacker. Um, He's a freak. Um, And if you don't want to pronounce all that whole name, he is totally okay with people calling him just Jock, J-O-K. Um, but I think he's going to be a tremendous player at the next level. I actually really love this linebacking class. Zaven Collins, I feel like was built in a lab, and he's my number three-ranked linebacker from Tulsa. Number four is Jamin Davis out of Kentucky. Number five is Baron Browning out of Ohio State. Number six is Nick Bolton out of Missouri. Number seven, Jabril Cox out of LSU. Number eight is my guy in this draft class, Chad Surratt. Out of North Carolina, he was a starting quarterback at North Carolina, then switched to linebacker, and then just went on to have 120 tackles and multiple turnovers for them. And I don't even think he's beginning to scratch the surface on what he can be as a linebacker. I'm a huge fan of Chassarot. Number nine, Pete Werner out of Ohio State. And then number 10, Dylan Moses out of Alabama is my 10th-ranked linebacker in this draft. My 2021 NFL Draft cornerback rankings. Um, J.C. Horn out of South Carolina is the best corner in this draft class. He's so physical. Every time I watch him play, he reminds me of Jalen Ramsey because they both just want to get play up in your face, bump coverage, um, make you hate them at the end of the game and get under your skin, but then also tremendous at playing the ball as well. I think J.C. Horn is phenomenal. Um, and is the number one ranked corner in this draft class. Number two, Patrick Sertan from Alabama. He's the son of Patrick Sertan Sr. Um, Very good corner. I don't think he really has any flaws in his game. I just don't think he's as big of a playmaker as J.C. Horn is. But if you told me you had Sertan as the number one ranked corner in this class, I would not be able to argue with you. Caleb Farley out of Virginia Tech is my number three ranked corner. he might actually fall out of the first round uh, from a pure talent talent standpoint. He's right on par with Horn and Sertan, um, maybe even higher. I know a lot of people were saying he's the number one ranked corner in the class, but he just had back surgery, and there's talks around the league when I talk to people that actually believe that he's going to have to have an additional surgery as well before he's actually able to play. So that is scaring a few teams off, and we might actually see him fall out of the first round. Greg Newsom the second out of Northwestern is my fourth ranked corner. Um, Greg Newsom, in my opinion, isn't the most talented corner in this draft class, but he is the most scheme versatile. I think you can put him in any defense and he's going to be able to have success. He should be a late first round pick. Asante Samuel Jr. is my fifth ranked corner out of Florida State. Obviously, if you're a Patriots fan or Eagles fan, you're familiar with Asante Samuel. Um, this is his son, Asante Samuel Jr. I think he's He's very small, but he doesn't let that hinder him. I think he plays the ball well, has tremendous jumping ability, um, and is a ball hawk just like his dad. Asante Samuel Jr. makes it into my top five. My best of the rest, Eric Stokes out of Georgia comes in at sixth. Efitu Melifonwu out of Syracuse comes in at seventh. Israel Mukamamu out of South Carolina is ranked eighth. Elijah Molden out of Washington is ranked ninth. And then Paulson Adebo out of Stanford comes in at number 10. And now my safety rankings. Trayvon Morrig out of TCU is my number one ranked safety. He should go in the late first round as well. Number two, Javon Holland out of Oregon is my number two ranked safety. Andre Sisco out of Syracuse. I'm pretty big on him. I think he has a chance to be a sleeper in this draft class. Um, Andre Sisco out of Syracuse, my number three ranked safety. Richie Grant out of UCF is my fourth ranked safety. A lot of people expected him to come out last year. Um, and it was probably a deeper safety draft class last year, so it was smart on his part to remain in school. Um, I pretty much saw the same player that I saw, so he didn't necessarily move up my rankings. Um, num- numerically, he did because he I know he wasn't at fourth last year, but I do have him fourth this year. You're getting a serviceable player if you draft Grant. Um, not tremendous, not a tremendous athlete, but he's going. He knows how to play the game of football. Hamza Dean out of Florida State. It was very hard for me to put a guy from Florida State in my top five with how bad that defense was. But this guy is has potential to be a playmaker at the NFL level. Just and then him and Asante Samuel Jr. both in my top five, and they both played on a bad Florida State defense. It takes a lot more than two guys to produce a good defense. But my best of the rest is Jamar Johnson out of Indiana at sixth. Joshua Bledsoe from Missouri is 7th. Darius Washington at another TCU safety at eight, Paris Ford out of Pittsburgh ranked 9th. And then Talanoa Til- uh, Hufanga out of USC ranked 10th. That's all my position rankings. My mock draft will be out later um, for your viewing pleasure. I'm not sure if I'm going to record it via podcast. But again, if you want to hear... The My breakdowns and player profiles of players that weren't on here at all in the rankings or the players that I didn't get into really descriptive breakdowns for then shoot me a message um, reach out on Twitter Facebook Instagram whatever and I'll be make sure I shoot that profile over to you just from a time standpoint I couldn't really get into every single player like I wanted so that's why but if you would love to hear that I would love to share that with you I mean I put in the work and made a breakdown for all these guys, so it would be appreciated if you did ask for it. But I hope you guys enjoyed the show. NFL draft tonight, I will be on with Zach later. I will be joining late as I have prior engagement during the draft in the early parts, but I will be on with Zach um, about midway through the first round. I'm going to try to make it back after the top 10, but remains to be seen. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm Sean Redden, and I'll talk to you next time.